glad to withdraw Sherlock Holmes before the public were too weary of him. Arthur Conan Doyle in 1927 I think of slaying Holmes and winding him up for good and all. He takes my mind from better things. Arthur Conan Doyle in an 1891 letter to his mother. His mother's reply, you won't, you can't, you mustn't. Welcome to Angry Typewriter, a podcast about writing and the writing life. I'm Paul, and in today's episode, we're going to be looking once again at the book series. Now, we talked about this quite a while back as far as writing the book series and some of the challenges that are involved from everything from remembering what character traits you had to keeping timelines in order. But one of the things that we didn't really look at that I want to explore in this episode is what makes a book series work and what makes it not work what makes them enjoyable, or frankly, not very good. Part of the reason I'm going into this is I've recently started rereading the John Dunning series of books featuring Cliff Janeway, and you know if you listen to this podcast very often, I love bibliomysteries. So anyway, let's get started. I hope you enjoy it. Walk into any good bookstore, and you'll see how much readers love series. The shelves are filled with them. But why do we love them so much? Why do authors write them? There are a lot of answers. And I think a good place to start is with one of the most famous literary characters of all time, Sherlock Holmes. That's why I used the quotes at the beginning of this episode from Conan Doyle about his own conflict about the Holmes stories. It may come as a surprise to readers today, but Doyle considered the Holmes stories essentially hack work. He didn't think very highly of the detective novel as a form, and he was a lot more proud of his historical novels. Also, he believed that his literary standing had been diminished by all the focus on Holmes. He did manage to kill him off in 1893's The Final Problem, but then Holmes was back in 1901's The Hound of the Baskervilles. Although Doyle pointed out that this happened before Holmes died. Yet, once again, and this time alive for good, Holmes returned in The Adventure of the Empty House. Doyle had grown tired of Holmes, but audiences loved him. And therein lay the conflict that Doyle and many other writers of series faced up to the present day. As readers, we can face the same conflict, although we may not realize it. We love book series because we love the characters. I mean, they become our friends over a series of books. We love the setting. We love the cliffhanger endings. 
We like watching them grow and develop. There's also a certain comfort in the familiarity of a book series and knowing at least in part what we're getting into, knowing the characters, and knowing we already like it. That's no small thing with so many books out there to choose from and only a limited amount of time. Now none of this would matter if they weren't actually good stories as well. And the list of book series that are excellent stories is a long one. From the Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter to the Chronicles of Narnia to A Song of Fire and Ice better known by the title of the first book, A Game of Thrones, to Stephen King's The Dark Tower series, to Dresden Files, Thursday Next, Master and Commander, and even The Hunger Games, Twilight, and God help us, Fifty Shades of Grey. I wouldn't actually put that in the good writing category, but that's a personal opinion. The series is most common in genre fiction, fantasy, sci-fi, and especially mystery. It's particularly suited to mystery stories because over a period of time, the protagonist, whether a private investigator or a detective or a police officer, gains credibility simply by having solved other cases. Certainly this was the case with Sherlock Holmes. The series happen in all forms of literature. Sometimes it happens simply because the author wants to revisit characters that he created earlier, sometimes decades earlier, as in the case of Brett Easton Ellis writing Imperial Bedrooms 25 years after Less Than Zero. Though I guess this is more of a sequel than a series. Carlos Ruiz Safan's Cemetery of Forgotten Books series is unique and that it doesn't follow a strict linear time progression and can, for the most part, be read in any order. Though I think you should always start with The Shadow of the Wind. And there are other examples in what would be considered literary fiction as opposed to genre fiction. Even Hemingway wrote a series of detective stories with his Nick Adams character, although they were more short stories. And oddly enough, for him it was just the opposite of what happened with Conan Doyle and that most people don't even remember the Nick Adams series. But as great as series can be, they can also be problematic, as much for the reader as for the author. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that. So we've looked at some of the things that make a series great and make us love them. But for every good thing, there's a flip side. What are some of the challenges that we're faced with book series? One is simply that sometimes they go on for too long, like a house guest overstaying their welcome. The plots become identical to the earlier books, but the writer and the readers love them too much to let them go. You're confined to a specific backstory 
and especially with a long series, that can really limit what you can do with a book plot-wise. For the author, the challenge of avoiding inconsistencies with the earlier books is a real issue because readers will notice immediately if things don't match up. There can also be unintentional timeline problems. In Robert Parker's Spencer series, Spencer is a Korean War veteran. This was no problem when the series started in the early 1970s, putting the hero Private Eye in his late 30s. However, Parker was still writing the Spencer books when he died in 2010. This would make the man working out every day and battling criminals a marvel given that he would have been close to 80 years old. Had Parker known the series would run for so long, he might have been a little more vague about Spencer's age. Robert Parker brings up yet another potential issue, and honestly a regrettable one. There are times when a series can end unexpectedly due to the death or incapacitation of the author. This was the case with Sue Grafton, whose Alphabet series ended before the final book could be completed due to her death from cancer, as well as the Bookman series by John Dunning, which sadly ended at five novels after the removal of a brain tumor left Dunning unable to write any longer. Robert Parker's untimely death should have marked the end of the Spencer series, but instead, with his widow's approval, other authors have continued to write the books under his name, with their name also attached. It was a series that was awesome, but should have stopped with him. Other authors continuing a beloved series is one thing, but the era of social media has given us an issue that particularly irritates me. The Harry Potter series is the best-selling series of all time. J.K. Rowling set out to write a series with a set number of books, and she did an amazing job. But since the end of the series, she just hasn't been able to leave Harry and the other characters in peace. Barely a day goes by without her tinkering, updating, changing, or just otherwise altering the story of the books with tweets. She loves to tell us things that she didn't put in the book, but maybe meant to, or maybe things that have changed in her mind since the books were completed. And for some fans, especially hardcore fans, this can be a lot of fun. Getting inside the author's mind is never a bad thing. But at the same time, she's completely changing the way we look at some of the characters. Especially, for example, Dumbledore. Was Dumbledore gay? Who knows and who cares? There are points in the book where maybe that comes out. Points where maybe it doesn't. But with her coming out after the books are done and saying, Oh, this was this or that was that. It's just a real case of an author that cannot let something go. We all would love to rewrite things that we've written before, but you just can't. Once it's in the book, it is what it is. Leave it alone.
all of these potential pitfalls aside, I love book series, as do obviously millions of readers. It's a lot of fun picking up with characters that you knew from years ago. Kind of like running into an old college roommate. And as exciting and enlightening as it can be, reading new books. In the world we live in, sometimes it's nice to just go back to somewhere that we're comfortable. Where we know the terrain, we know the people, even if we don't necessarily know what's going to happen to them in that particular book. So if you're someone who reads book series, keep at it. If you somehow never have read one, pick one up today. I think you'll enjoy it. Keep on reading. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Angry Typewriter. I hope it's been both informative and entertaining, especially for you writers out there. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'd also consider clicking on the support this podcast link on the Anchor site. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can help keep these episodes coming, and it will also go a long way making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.